Welcome to the Confessional Taco, a podcast exploring historic faith and practice rooted in the depths of Mexican-American culture. In our time, we want to invite you into the conversation on all things confessional, cultural, and hyphenated. My name is Marco, and I am a writer, a local pastor, and a preacher. And my name is Serge. I'm an educator, a musician, and a writer. And this is Taco Tuesday. Confessional Taco Confessional. That was salsa. horrible. You're horrible. All right. I'm trying to. I'm trying to not respond in sarcasm because I could. Well, you know what? Do you do you, boo? If you need to respond in sarcasm and not be a good pastor, then go for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh. In all seriousness, welcome to the Confessional Taco. Uh, we're happy that you guys are here. Um, today's podcast, we are going to be talking about the liturgy of the home. Yeah. Tell us about that, Marco. Um, let's let's wait, let's get some definitions. Wait, first. let's get some definitions first. Okay. okay. When we talk liturgy, <laughs> when we talk liturgy, what? What are you talking about? What is it? Liturgy, that's like what the old church does, right? Like uh, the Episcopalian peoples? No, the, they uh, they only eat fish. That's that's not <laughs> that's not Episcopalian. It's not? No, that's a fish decalion. That's a Episcopalian. What, what do you actually call those? I think they're Episcopalians. No, they're not. Not Episcopalians. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying Pescopalians. Oh. Like best, like, like a, oh, like like a, a fish. Oh, like a best, like yeah. a fish. Yeah, yeah. So it's not, it's not fish to aliens? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, liturgy. Okay, liturgy. Define liturgy for us, please. Liturgy refers to uh, an order, I'm going to to use a word of formality, an order of service. Like how things are observed, administered, and the why behind their, particularly in a Sunday gathering uh, within the local assembly. Okay, well, that's not what Google says. Google says a form of or formulary according to which public religious worship, especially Christian worship, is conducted. It's literally what I just said, <laughs> but I said it better. I feel like you did, actually, so good job. <laughs> Silly Google. Definitions are for grown-ups. Definitions are for grown-ups. <laughs> Clearly, you don't know Mr. Rogers. Oh, such a good movie. Have you seen it? I have not. The one with Tom Hanks? Yeah. No. So nostalgic. I cried. I want to see the Several his documentary because I cried during the trailer. Oh my god! That's how yes. I learned English through Mr. Rogers. Through Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, seriously. You I learned English. I uh, yeah. Is yeah. that where you learned the word liturgy? Yes, it was Mr. <laughs> Rogers. When he said if I wanted to be his neighbor, I took him seriously. Um, I, I was like actively looking to see where he lived. <laughs> To be his neighbor. Yeah. Not in some sort of weird psycho way. But. Yeah, just like a student. <laughs> student looking for his teacher. Um, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, um, I was I was having a really hard time in elementary. Okay. And I would come home and pop on Mr. Rogers and I'd watch several episodes a day sure. to learn English. That's legit. Yeah. Dude, I didn't know that. Yeah. You learn something new every because day. Because his folks. articulation and Even not articulation, but his his enunciations were enunciation. were great. Because he was so soft spoken mm-hmm. and he slowed himself down yeah. every time. And so it helped me understand. Yeah. And so when he when he made that uh goodbye video Ugh. 
in like 2000 whatever no. I cried no I was like no I don't, I don't want to talk about it no Stop Mr. It. Rogers Stop it. Senor Stop Rogers it. <laughs> Senor Rogelio <laughs> Rogelio <laughs> alright so liturgy so liturgy of the home so we know liturgy is essentially the why and the order of something being done in church context right uh liturgy in the home like are you talking like washing dishes and stuff or what no those are called chores um do you get paid for chores do i get paid for chores yeah. no no i don't either i've never gotten I've paid get, for chores neither have i yeah it really annoyed me yeah seth would ask me that seth is his child he's my way. child he's my son he would he's, say dad can i have an allowance child. and say i allow you to live in this house <laughs> <laughs> that's payment enough so yeah yeah when I grill steaks I'm like you didn't put in on this but you ate it didn't you so, and you loved it and you loved it so whatever <laughs> that's um, payment enough son. yeah that's payment enough um yeah so today we're gonna be talking about the liturgy in the home specifically in the context of the Sunday evening barbecue Ooh, are you gonna barbecue for me not today that would be awesome not today i will on friday oh friendsgiving yeah friendsgiving <laughs> what's crazy is like these podcasts that. are being released like in january and we're oh, talking yeah. about this in, by the way it's okay it's really cold right now it's january 4th it's not cold at all and we are stuck in a blizzard there's a blizzard here randomly this stuff happened. We should probably, up, on the next uh, podcast, we should update people. <laughs> What's going on? Um, anyway, yeah, yeah I'll gr- so, I'm going to grill on Friday. But uh, when this releases, we will have already eaten. Deliciousness. Deliciousness, yeah. So should, we should be talking in future tense. We'll yeah. <laughs> Can y'all tell this is our first podcast? Um, okay. In all seriousness, so liturgy within the within the home uh, and then barbecue Sunday evenings right? yeah so the barbecue pit yeah what is it yeah so well I think I think uh, I think we need to back up a little bit okay. in, in the sense of so much like a Sunday morning gathering in the local church happens and ordinances are observed the gospel is preached um, in Hispanic culture something similar happens to where there is a Sunday evening gathering where the church building is your dad's house. Um, The pews or the chairs are the backyard and the plastic chairs, the folding, folding chairs, Uh, the white plastic chairs, the white plastic chairs that you buy at Walmart by the dozen. Those things break so easy. Yes. Um, wait, I promise. Yeah. Um, so there's that. There is the communion of saints. And so yeah. in, the, in the family, you have the, the communion of the family, I guess, right. the, the yeah. gathering of the family. Um, we have in the Sunday morning gathering, we have the ordinances, uh, which are specifically like baptism and the Lord's right. Supper. But we're mainly practicing the Lord's Supper. And so the Lord's Supper in the home is like fajitas and tequila. Oh, so good. And, uh... Heavenly, really. Yeah. All we're missing is the gospel presentation. I, th- um... Yeah. That's the... Are we missing it, though? I don't know. I, that's what I'm asking. And I then the it. benediction is, you know, just be careful. Be careful when you go home. 
and saying bye to everybody. And saying, yes. And yeah. then saying, just try safe. Yeah, just hey, hey, call me when you get home. Yeah, call me when you get home. Um, yeah, the the, the, the benediction is saying bye to everybody, and uh, um, the call to worship is saying hi to everybody. There you go. The benediction is saying, saying bye to everybody. And you can't get away with not doing those two things. Yeah. Like you yeah. don't have to do those two. Yeah. Like you, get, everybody gets a vessel on the cheek. Yeah. Yeah. It's so annoying. And then, uh, like praise and worship is like Norteño in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Los Tucanes. Yes. Or La Mafia. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be sweet. So, um, I'm like crying in the corner to Intocable. Un uh, million de rosas. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So, so there, so that's several that's uh, like similar crazy. elements yeah, are, are similar happening. Emolents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are the similar emolents. Yeah. That happen. Okay, so we're in the backyard. We've experienced the call to worship. Uh, we've experienced the communion of saints, uh, and then the commun uh, the the communion is being cooked. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, the communion is being cooked. <laughs> fajita. So I guess we got a little bit stuck on is the gospel being shared? Well, so, I think we're 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 figuring out first. What, what's the similarity the from yeah to, to so those the, are the similarities right yeah yeah those are those are many of them. so cult so I would say in a in a from a twenty thousand foot view right on Sunday why gathering you, why don't you use thirty thousand like you did oh, I like going twenty um, safer um, <laughs> so in like in, in the Sunday morning context the, the the church gathering the local assembly you have the call to worship um, man you might have uh, pastoral prayer. You got praise and worship. You have a sermon. You have an ordinance being observed. In this case, it's the Lord's Supper, yeah. and you have the benediction. Right. And so, if we're comparing that, and then and then everybody is gathering at a building, a location at a location, yeah, a specific location. And so, we we compare that to the liturgy within the home or the family in many uh, Hispanic circles or contexts. Right. So, the call to worship is the building is someone's home. The call to worship is saying hi and kissing everybody on the cheek. Uh, the pastoral prayer is usually the father or the mother welcoming everybody. Yeah. The uh, yeah. the sermon. I don't know what the sermon is. That's what I guess we we should talk about that. And then communion is like tequila and the fajitas that are being grilled. Um, the benediction is saying bye to everybody and kissing them on the cheek mm-hmm. and. Uh, much like local churches have like a, uh, an invitation. Mm-hmm. I would say Hispanic families have an invitation. They tape a pink and blue balloon to the mailbox. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where is it at exactly? Yeah. The balloon. Just look for the balloons. the balloons. And, and on top of that, like, <laughs> like for instance, you know, storehouse, it's Sundays at 1030. Right. Right, uh, with the family, it's it's Sundays at like seven, or it's it's yeah. it doesn't change. Yeah, it's very staple. And if you don't show up, someone's calling you. Like, why didn't you show yeah. up? Yeah, absolutely. So if you are taking notes, rewind that and you listen to that again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I guess the discussion then would be: Is the gospel being shared in the liturgy of the home? We've got all the essentially all the other yeah things, right? Yeah. So like. Emolence. We I must start saying emolence. We have all the other emolence. Um 
but is the gospel present? I would venture to say yes. Okay. Okay. So I think it is because if we, let's define the gospel. What, what is the gospel? Oh, I was waiting for you to find it. I'll define it. I don't the care. gospel is quite simple. Um, the gospel is that we are sinners in need of a savior. Jesus came, lived a life. We couldn't live, died a death we deserved. Uh, and then he showed us grace that is super unmerited. Like Luther calls it the greatest exchange, right? Uh, and then rose and still to this day intercedes for us, for us. Right. And so it essentially in one sentence is sinners being saved. That Christ say came to save sinners. Yeah. Like that. It's literally what Paul says. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what? Paul's not here. Right? <laughs> well, you know what? Paul is dead. So get over it. <laughs> He's gone. All right. He's <laughs> done. Um, <laughs> sorry, Paul. Uh, is that being shared? In the backyard. I think it is um, because there's some caring that happens in the backyard. Mm-hmm. There's some, uh, there's the father figure. Uh, let me clarify that. Like when the father figure is present, because we know that in a lot of Hispanic families, like at least in the valley, like sometimes they're not. Um, so the father figure really takes it upon himself to. Um, make sure that everybody is safe, right? Like we had met, you had mentioned earlier how like when we leave, like it's like drive safe mm-hmm. sort of thing or text me when you get there. Um, oftentimes the mother does it too. So there's that aspect of being looked after, mm-hmm. I guess, in the interceding almost or, um, you know, something like that. But I don't know. I yeah. think... I think it is. I think I have to like formulate it a little bit better. Um, but I would say it is. Yeah. I yeah. I would, I would say there's, there's a distinction. Obviously, number one, this is not a local gathering. This right. is not the gathering of the, of, of the, the of, yeah, of the saints, but the similarities, there are many similarities. And I think where we want to go, where we want to go with that is, kind of a conversation we were having uh, off the air was using cultural value as a way of incorporating gospel presentations, gospel conversations, and gospel discipleship. I think for lack of a better word, right? So, so what we're trying to do is, hey, what are uh, there's there's liturgy, liturgy in the church, and the point of this liturgy isn't just to have order and structure. The point of this liturgy is to have these primers for our hearts to receive the preach word, to respond in repentance and worship. And so, as a result of that, how can we create a liturgy based on our cultural value? Uh, in in the Hispanic culture, how can we create that? Uh, or how, what what is the liturgy that we can use within our culture? In this case, or in this context, it would be the Sunday evening barbecue. Right. Okay, great. So there's the liturgy there. How can we now infuse the gospel in what we're already doing without yeah. having to create something new? Yeah. So it's important to note that liturgy in church context 
has purpose, right? Like, it's not just this, like, order thing or whatever. It actually, the purpose of the liturgy is to point to God. Um, and so that's important to note. Like, what it, like, how does that apply to the backyard? Like, what is the, what is the purpose of the liturgy in, in at home? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think the purpose of liturgy, again, we're using the context of the, of the Sunday evening yes, barbecue. barbecue, right? Like the purpose of, of all that is so, not just for order and structure, but it's, the value there is family. Family. Right? Like that. To so, point to family. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. To point to family. Okay. And okay. so I think if, if we're able to identify these pockets of similarities to, uh, what the Bible teaches us about what God has done for us in Christ. Right. If we're able to identify these these pockets, then we're able to infuse the gospel in there without making it sound like um, Sunday morning. a Sunday morning presentation. <laughs> without without making it sound like we're trying to pitch something. Yes. Right. Okay. Um, in the sense of like, uh, man, God actually does love and care about family. In fact, yeah. He loves a, He loves family so much that He sent his son to die for sinners to give the gift of salvation to all who would turn to him. Right. Um, and as a result, through the son of God, we are adopted into the family of God. So he cares about family. And so that could be a very formal way of talking about the gospel in these contexts, right. but it's not a foreign way because, because people yeah. are able to make that connection yeah. uh, quickly because Family is a huge value. Liturgy is a huge value. They right. maybe wouldn't necessarily articulate it those ways, but you're able to use what you know in an effort to share um, and proclaim the gospel in these in these contexts. Good, that's good. Um, yeah, get over it, bro. <laughs> um, for those of you guys, well, there's no video. He just made it seem like he's the bomb. So, no. <laughs> um, okay. So, question then. The the backyard, right? Like, there's a lot of things that happen in the backyard on Sunday evenings. Um, we're like, I guess we're, we're we're comparing it to the communion of saints, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, there's te- te- there's tension in that too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like having people over. Um, you know, sometimes like brothers and sisters are fighting, uncles and you know other uncles are like not liking each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess that's what you're saying, right? Like that's that, those are the opportunities where we can instill the, the gospel. Is that what you're saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. I think those are opportunities like where we can infuse life. the gospel into those conversations, into those relationships. And in addition to that, I think through those relationships and conversations, we can be further informed about what it means to be a part of the family of God. So, okay. Uh, you know, we were joking a while ago about Seth and, and chores and allowances. Right. And so one of the things that my, I say that because one of the things that my mom would always tell my brothers and I was, <coughs> there is no maid in this house. And so <laughs> all of us had chores. And I think when, um, I think one of the things that, um, I think one of the things that uh, saints could better understand Right. If, if we are this, if we are a, uh, a family of faith 
It's that, hey, there is no maid in this house. Right. And we all have chores. We all have stuff to do. And that's going to create tension and friction. And uh, and that's okay. Yeah. That doesn't not make you my cousin. That doesn't not go. make you my family. Right, right. You know what I mean? Uh, you're it. just weirder than I am. And so I think, I think, one, using the context of the home and the Sunday night gatherings, there's opportunity for the gospel to be infused. Uh, great opportunity for the gospel to be infused. Again, it could be a formal presentation, but not a foreign one. And then on the other side of it, we could find ourselves in a place of humility and learn from our family relationships and family dynamics yeah. in order to be better informed about what it means to actually be a family right, of faith. Right, right. So the Sunday morning can learn a lot from the Sunday evening, and the yeah. Sunday evening can learn a lot from the Sunday Yeah, I morning. think so. Right, that's good. Um, I think that, um, I think we there's a lot of missed opportunity in both the Sunday morning and the Sunday evening, mm-hmm. uh, where we can definitely learn from those, um, you know, like you were saying, like applying what we do here, like we can be better family in the morning, you know, and from the morning, like we can be better, like understand friction you mm-hmm. know in the evenings and um do you think that i mean do, do you think that's on like that happened on purpose like I'm, I'm trying to like i'm trying to go back to like where how did this start with like yeah. the, fa- the family like you know because we were, we we're talking about how it's a staple like mm-hmm. on sundays the balloons at seven like that if we take a drive down here on Sunday evenings, mm-hmm. we're going to see that happening. We're going to mm-hmm. smell the fajitas being cooked. Mm-hmm. Right? We're going to see cars parked like to the end of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, like where did, where did that start? Um, like how did it start? I, I guess what I'm trying to get to is like the need for communion. Mm-hmm. You know, is, do you think that that's probably why? Like, I mean, I don't know because yeah. we don't see that. We don't see that staple in other cultures. Yeah, you know, but we know that we need communion. Like, are you talking about community. like like communion or community within Hispanic? Yeah, like values. I, like, I'm, ta- I'm like, trying. Why to is it like, so much of value here as opposed to other areas? Why is it so much value here? How did that start becoming like such a big deal? Yeah, um, because we don't see it in other areas. Yeah, right? in, in other cultures. Like, um, I guess maybe like the closest is like Thanksgiving or something. I mean, I, I, th- mean, I don't know. yeah, I think you can have several, um, several sociological answers to help shape that understanding. I think the first one I would say would be part of the reason it just happens, not just within Hispanic circles. Part of the reason it happens is because we were created for relationships. So See, that's what I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, I would say that was number number one would be because we have a relational nature. Right. Um, and that's uh, because God is a, is a communal God, and, yeah. and so we are to reflect him. And so part of our nature is that we actually desire relationship and community and right. friendships. And um, you could attach other facets that keep us from doing that. Right. Uh, pride, vulnerability, uh, fear. Like, yes, to all those, and those are realities. Um, but I think the greater reality is, hey, we were created for relationships. Right. And that's all. coming from two of the biggest introverts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, uh, like and that, that's what I wanted to get to. Like, I want to point out the importance of community yeah. in both the morning and the evening. Sure. Um, and like, you and I, we don't 
like if we're being honest, we don't we we don't do community like yeah. we like. I mean, we do it, you know, but like we're not good at it. We're yeah. introverts yeah. at heart. Like you and I much rather sit down uh, in an office and read a book, yeah, or listen to a podcast or watch a documentary or like just talk, right? Mm-hmm. Talk theology, talk whatever. Um, like, but that does not negate the fact the 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 need for that community, right? Right, like, and so. Uh, I think you do a really good job at um, at pushing yourself to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think th- I could do a better job, um, you know. But all that to say, like, it is extremely important for not just the life of the Christian, but the life of a person mm-hmm. to be in community because that desire is there because yeah. we're created by an Almighty God who is communal, communal in nature. Yeah. Uh, and therefore that is a, an attribute that we carry. Yeah. Right. Um, and so in that, like we can't let go of community, whether it be in morning, Sunday morning service or Sunday evening service. At home, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, that's what I was trying to get to. Like yeah. the idea of community and how important it is. Um, because I feel like the liturgy of the home you know, on a Sunday evening is very much purposeful. Yeah. And I think that purpose is to uh, quench the, the need of community, Yeah, um, whether it be family or not. Yeah. Know, so. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think you have our need for community because in, uh, for starters, we were created for community. And I think yeah. the second thing is also when I think about the Sunday evening gathering, right. Uh, the family gathering, I also think about like Acts two, where they are sharing everything with one another, um, and in that context, uh, there isn't a consumeristic mindset, right. but there is um, a motivation for everybody to have what they need as a result of everybody putting everything on the table. Yeah. And I think Hispanic culture, and I'm sure many others do this, but we're talking specifically in, right. in the context of Mexican American culture that is something that is also a value. Like it is putting everything on the table for everyone in order for you to personally thrive. Right. Um, And it's quite literally when you say that, like everything's literally on the table. Yeah. And so when you, when you apply that to the Sunday evening family gathering, when you apply it to that, like, yeah, there might be whoever's hosting most of the time is the one who bought the meat. Right. But that's probably it. Someone's bringing the rice. Someone's yep. bringing the beans. Someone's Pot bringing luck, the drinks. Sort of yeah, it's sort of this this potluck. <clears throat> but I hate potlucks. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm going to say I right now, I hate potlucks. Hate potlucks. So, so y'all need to stop doing that, churches. Yeah. Please. Well, so here's here's why I hate it. Like I hate potlucks because I am saddened for the person that has like <laughs> slaved over a great meal all day, and then the jerk. Who just brings yeah. Little Caesars hot and ready's? Like and, that's not a potluck, man. There's always that dude. <laughs> yes. Always that dude. Yes. Like here's <laughs> this amazing like it's it's usually gonna be a casserole because that's yeah. what potlucks required. Right. And then there's one dude. Uh, I got some pizza from Little Caesars. Yeah. Five dollar hot and ready. Exactly. 100%. Or like someone brings like these amazing desserts, and then mm. someone else just brings a bag of Doritos. <laughs> and, so, and so what I love, so I say that because at the family, at the family gathering, right, we could just call it that, the yeah. family gathering on Sunday evening, like there is 
a value, there's an unspoken value that everyone shares that you're not going to bring the little Caesars. Like this is a meal for the family. And so even if it's not the most expensive, even if it's not the most um, popular, there is like authenticity behind what you are bringing. Right. and it's for everybody. It's not just because it, it like whatever it is you're bringing isn't because it was convenient. Yeah. It's because you value this time and we want you, you want others to thrive. Yeah. And so, uh, so the, yeah, that's my rant about potlucks. I hate them, but, um, Good <laughs> but yeah, so when, when it comes to the family gathering, it's like, it's not about what you can get for convenience. It's about man, like your motivation behind it. Sure. You know, so even if it was it's pizza, it's, it's, yeah, it's your heart. Even if it was pizza, like there better be a better, there better be a good story yes. behind this pizza and it better not be because it was just on the way. Right. You know? Yeah, that would, that would, that would piss me off for sure. That's good. Um, so we're coming to the close, uh, we're getting closer to the 30 minutes. So, um, I guess the big idea here is, I'm thinking the big idea here is, the family gathering can learn a lot from the Sunday morning. The Sunday morning can learn a lot from the family gathering. Yeah. Both have liturgies. Yeah. Uh, and both require a sense of vulnerability mm-hmm. to be in community. Yeah, it's it's going to really take us back to... Paul. Paul. <laughs> Paul and what he said in Ephesians 4. It's it's the, the, the fence of separation. It's recognizing... <laughs> That hey, the fence of se- the the, se- the fence of separation has been removed right. through the Son. Therefore, we are reconciled to the Father, and we are being reconciled to one another. So, as a result, how can we use what we know to know Jesus better and make Him known, mm-hmm. and for us to be sanctified in in our relationship with Christ? And so. What can the church do to make Jesus known? What can the church do? What can the church learn in order to better understand the family dynamics that we ought to have? Because I think right now, again, that's another podcast. I think for the most part, part of the reason the church and those not in the church, part of the reason there's offensive separation there is because I think church and family, because that's what we're talking about, church and family is compartmentalized. Like the gospel applies to Sunday morning. Yeah. The gospel does not apply to the Sunday evening family gathering. You know, and I think when we compartmentalize it, we miss it and we are purposely yeah. building a fence. Yeah. That's good. That's why you're the pastor. No. No. no that's not it. It's not because I'm a pastor. It's not. No, I'm saying that that's why you're the pastor. That's oh. You paid the big bucks. Oh, I don't know about that. No. Paul would have said it. Paul would have said it. <laughs> Paul right. would have the guts. Your benediction, sir. Uh, what are you going to leave us with? I don't know. Oh, my benediction yeah. would be drive if, safe. if you drive safe and text me when you get home. Uh, <laughs> I did think of another benediction. All right, go. My grandma would uh, like when we'd be leaving, uh-huh. she would come out of the house. Even if she was she had already gone to bed, she would come out and she would bless us oh, doing wow. the sign of the cross as we're leaving every time. And so now when uh, our grandkids are here at the house and uh, Savannah, who's her, who's her stepdaughter, uh, when she's headed back to San Antonio, Rebecca, like, 
she'll say bye and then I'll say you need to stay out here and like you need to bless them there as they're as they're as they're leaving right. and so um, yeah because I remember when we would leave my grandma's I would always look back to see if she was out there and she, and she would come out in a robe even after she had gone to bed and yeah. she would bless us that's cool um Anyway, all that being said, the benediction, what I would leave people with, I think it's similar to what we've been talking about, this fence of separation. I think it's uh, it's one, having a gracious understanding and a firm embrace on what the gospel is and what God has done for us in Christ. And as a result, within your context, where do you see, where do you see a value in your family where the gospel can be infused? And then in addition to that, where do you see a value missing in your church context that your family context can speak into. Nice. That's good. I like it. Good job, guy. All right, y'all. I know something to watch at the end, though. Thanks for joining us this week on The Confessional Taco. If you'd like to follow us on social media, check us out on Instagram at The Confessional Taco. Visit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Confessional Taco, or head on over to our website, theconfessionaltaco.com, and hit us up.